today, we have two stories, both from the Creepypasta Wiki and both by the always wonderful Bloody Spaghetti. And this first one is Spear to the Back. It started three years ago when I came back from a trip to the Russian wilderness. I thought nothing of the trip at first. It was nice and all, camping on the taiga. One day, after work, my back just cracked underneath the pressure of my weight. An electrifying pop sort of pain surged through my lower back, forcing me to scream and gnash my teeth for the rest of that night. I thought that I might have just overworked myself or positioned my body somehow awkwardly warranting a strained muscle. It hurt a lot. Although it felt like an overexertion injury more than anything, sort of like when your traps hurt due to stress. The next morning, the pain was gone, and I forgot about the painful incident. As the week rolled by and the workload piled on, the discomfort in my lumbar region started rearing its ugly head all over again. It was this searing kind of pain, as if someone poked between my L1 and S1 vertebrae with a hot nail. It was mildly irritating at this point, so I mostly ignored it. Mostly. I reasoned it was a strain. Strained muscles can be a nagging injury if they're left unattended for years. I thought taking a good rest for a few days was bound to fix me up. Sure enough, the following week, my back pain was only present in my memory. Some time had passed, and I completely forgot about my painful lumbar problem. That is, until I fought with one of my coworkers. It was only about a verbal jousting, but I was so heated that one could probably see steam coming out of me. Not an hour after that argument... A lightning bolt went off just above my tailbone. My vertebra locked in place. A fire was lit up just below my belt line. And I stood there, frozen in place with a perplexed expression on my face. The pain traveled in pulsating waves, burning waves of nervous stimulation from my pelvis to my stomach. I felt as if something was twisting and turning in my pelvic cavity, while the reoccurring beats of agonizing electricity coursing through my central nervous system made me nauseous. I got off work early that day, barely made it to my car. In fact, I couldn't really even stand. I stared and visibly limped on my right leg. I was in so much pain, I couldn't sleep right for the next couple of days. The pain... It just kept coming and going in recurring waves of torment. I thought I only needed rest at the time because I wasn't experiencing any neuropathy. The pain didn't travel down my leg, so I assumed there wasn't anything seriously wrong with me. I have to say, the sensation is comparable to inflammatory pain, and there was a tender and sensitive spot on my back, one spot where if I would touch it, A nauseating lightning bolt would run through my entire body. The pain, it came and went. It didn't get any worse, so I kept on ignoring it, living with it. I just tried to not overexert myself so as to avoid it. 
a year and a half ago, I realized that I couldn't even sit for prolonged periods of time. Whenever I did, my right buttock and leg would start feeling as if I had sat on top of paper sand. At first, I just thought it was some unrelated issues, and ignored that too. My back was hurting less and less, however my bowels were also becoming somewhat less regular. Also, I had a more frequent urge to urinate, especially after experiencing even the slightest amount of stress. One day, I sat straight up. It felt as if something with sharp claws was walking up and down my right leg when there was nothing. Sitting down that day felt as if I had sat on a razor-sharp blade. I couldn't sit. I couldn't lay on my right side. I couldn't even walk straight or stand upright for long periods of time. I started realizing something was terribly wrong when my calf spasmed out of the blue, and I couldn't relax the muscle for a couple of hours. The spasming ended, but the muscle was still tense and contracted making it extremely difficult to stay on my feet. By the end of that week, I ended up in the hospital. Waking up on a Friday morning, I moved to get out of bed, but a flaming spear was jammed in between my L5-S1 spinal section. A lightning bolt ran straight through me. I bit into my tongue from the pain, and soon enough, I realized I was stuck. I... I couldn't move. The slightest movement sent electric aftershocks that forced me to dig my fingers deeper into my pillow. Soon enough, my leg got caught up in the storm too. The feeling of a saw slicing through the back of my leg, coupled with the feeling of clawed legs running up and down the limb, bombarded my mind. My stomach started twisting and turning too. I was getting nauseated from the pain again. The room started spinning and my heartbeat was through the roof. I was genuinely afraid for my life. Nobody had told me that even the slightest of spinal injuries could quite literally paralyze you. My mind started racing and I was sure that I was about to die. Stuck in my bed, my ever-increasing heart palpitations and dizziness did not help the feelings of impending doom. The more the pain tired me out, the more fearful and panicked I became, and thus, the worse the pain got. By the time I managed to get to my phone, my whole body felt as if I had been beaten up by a murderous gang of robotic mannequins. I called 911 and I told them of my situation. The ambulance was quickly on its way. While waiting, Petrified from the waist below, I thought I was going to surely die. Probably in the hands of an angel in a medic's uniform. The fact that my ribcage felt as if it was about to explode as a result of my accelerated heartbeat didn't help. When the medics arrived, my head felt heavy from the stress and I could barely speak due to all the pain. Needless to say, I made it safely to the hospital. I was fortunate enough, or rather, unfortunate enough, to be temporarily paralyzed from the waist down. That landed me a spot in emergency care. I was administered some strong painkillers, but those didn't help too much. I still felt as if I was being impaled through the back, 
but the feeling in my leg was slowly returning. The feeling of your legs turning wooden is definitely a scary one. They did a bunch of screening and imaging on my back. Turns out, there was a tumor in my spine. Emergency surgery as a result of my condition ensued. A few hours later, the doctor had never seen anything like that before. I was told it had caught them by surprise. The doctors and me both. What I had? Well, it wasn't a spinal tumor. Apparently, after opening up deep enough, they had found some sort of spider nested over an egg sac on top of my invertebral discs. It was causing a compression of the spinal canal and the sciatic nerve. A dim sense of dread washed over me, followed by a slight sense of heartburn as when I was informed of the source of my agonizing trouble. In my mind, I was screaming profanities, but externally I remained calm. Good thing I was under the influence of painkillers. But, if I were to be completely honest, I think the surgeons may have missed an egg or something. I was fine for over a year, however. My, my back, it has flared up again, and I felt sick when something akin to sharp claws started moving down the back of my thigh. second story is titled Being Human. It's also by Bloody Spaghetti. Here's to being human. I've taken it for granted. Being human is probably the most amazing thing I could have been, that we could have been. Usually humans don't even appreciate their own humanity as much as they should. For the most part, we focus on our struggles and our misfortunes, even though those who do appreciate their humanity do so after going through a life-changing event or just in display of their perceived superiority over other living beings. Sadly, everyone is like that. Myself included. Well, I used to be like that. Now, things have changed. In fact, they have changed so long ago, I have no idea how many decades have passed since I have been inserted into this tin can. There's a certain beauty in bleeding. I did not appreciate it, but now I do. I was forced to become appreciative of my humanity by the madness that befell me so long ago. Long ago, I, I ended up in a terrible car accident. I couldn't be saved in any conventional way. Fortunately for me, or not, by the time my accident had transpired, science was ready to start producing cyborgs. By cyborgs, I mean a human brain and other organs inside a fully functional mechanical body fueled by some sort of nuclear engine. I was, in fact, the first fully functional cyborg in the world. It felt amazing for the people who gave me my new body. I 
Well, I didn't feel so great about it. At least all of them felt something. I, I do have different sensors in various places of the humanoid mech cage that imprisons me, but I don't feel anything. Every touch feels like a numb contact, devoid of any actual physical sense. Sounds and images come directly to me, so I do not experience the same way I used to when I had my original body. Instead, I process them like a computer. I can't even hear my own voice. All I can do is imagine. And I imagine myself sounding like the sound of a rusted door creaking on its hinges, combined with the voice of a man with advanced tuberculosis. Being unable to feel anything or experience anything takes a great toll on the human brain. Humans in my condition would usually hallucinate. I? I can't even do that. I'm just being constantly bombarded by my own thoughts. It hurts, mostly metaphorically, giving birth to yet more torment and thus creating more thoughts, which leads me to this endless cycle of muffled mental pain that I have been experiencing for so long now. I... I don't like what I've become. I tried telling them that my life is as good as a dead man's, but they... They did not listen. I even forced them through the hell of listening to my desperate rumblings for hours on end, and they... Did. Not. Listen. They said they will improve my experiences with newer technology, but no matter how many times I've been upgraded, I still cannot feel. Sometime after me, they began an act to transition the whole of humanity into mechanical bodies as a way to achieve immortality and end human troubles. I tried stopping them from doing so, but they did not listen. I had gotten violent eventually, tossing a few humans around, and they still did not listen. I ended up being locked up and forgotten, but that was decades ago. I lost count after 60 years back in 2194. Who knows? How much time has passed ever since this? I'm recording this in case some other species similar to humans finds the remains of my humanoid mech cage someday and learns from our mistake. But I hope that whoever finds this won't end up in hell like us. May we get a round of applause for the always wonderful Bloody Spaghetti. Both of these stories were fantastic, as always. That name may sound somewhat familiar to you. I've actually narrated two of his stories, maybe more, but I know of two for a fact. Um, the Near Delirium Ritual, which was also titled uh, Do You Suffer From Crippling Insomnia way, way back, and Dead Man's Canvas, both of which were fantastic tales. Uh, Near Delirium probably has to be my favorite just because of how well that was written, and way back, I think that was the longest story I had done at the time. Not true anymore, unfortunately, but it was still a terrifying story. Very well written. Both of these were really good. Uh, Being Human, nice little sci-fi story. Love it. Spirit of the Back, really good. 
uh, real life style horror story with a touch of arachnophobia in there, of course. Um, yeah, both of these great, and I hope you guys all enjoyed them. If you did enjoy them and would like more stories like this or more stories that aren't like this, maybe you want lovey-dovey stories involving penguins and panda bears. Maybe I can give that to you. I won't, but maybe. You never know. You just gotta subscribe. You gotta hit the subscribe button and the bell icon, and then, like, follow me on all my social medias. And then maybe, if you want to, support me on Coffee, Patreon, any of those, or buy some merch. It's all up to you. It's all up to you. It's it's on you. You, specifically. Yeah, you. I know you're listening, like, wait, he's talking to me? Yeah, he's talking to you. You. You, specifically. You. Yes, you. I'm gonna stop this nonsense. Alright, guys. Have a fantastic day. See you in the next video. Much love, and until then, sleep well.